Someone asked you, what is the authority that you look to for your faith? To answer the tough questions, to tell you what to do, how to live your life. What does God want to say to his people? Where do you go to hear that authoritative voice? Well, I think for a lot of Christians, we would say the Bible. You know, the Bible is like God's little rule book for life. It's the most sold book in the history of the world. You can go to any bookstore. I go to Barnes and Noble on my day off, and there's got to be like 70 different kinds of Bibles. The Bible, that's where you go to hear God's word. In fact, we call it the word of God. But what about before the Bible? What about the big decisions that the early church had to make? We read about one of those today in the Acts of the Apostles, which, by the way, is a book of the New Testament, and the events there obviously take place long before the book was written. They're happening in real time, and the question that comes up is to do with Gentile converts. Gentiles are non-Jews, so they're not a part of God's chosen people, and yet they're coming to believe in Jesus. Paul has been off on his missionary journeys, and he's preaching to Gentiles now, and Well, he's got a question. Do they have to become Jewish first? And most especially, if they got to be Jewish, that means like if I make a convert, the adult males have to be circumcised. Is that really true? It's kind of an obstacle. Let's go and let's find out. What does Paul do to figure out the answer to the question? Well, I mean, he met Jesus face to face, so he probably just talked to Jesus, right? No. Paul says, I need to go to Jerusalem and talk to Peter, the head of the church. And so he does. And this is a big question that was coming up for Peter, too. Remember, he met with Gentiles. So in Jerusalem, they call what we would today colloquially refer to as the First Council of Jerusalem, because all the apostles get together with Peter and James the bishop, and they discuss the matter. And what happens? Peter stands up, and he speaks. And he reminds them that, hey, I've been working with Gentiles, too. Uh following the law is not able to save any of us. It's faith in Jesus Christ. And so we should not put any obstacles before the Gentiles. You don't have to be Jewish to be Christian. Peter the Pope spoke, and what does it say after that? It says, and they all fell silent. Then James gets up. James is the first bishop of Jerusalem. He speaks and affirms what Peter said. Let's not put obstacles before the Gentiles in becoming Christian. You don't have to be Jewish to be Christian. Now, we, we take that for granted today, of course, but they didn't know this. They had to decide it right there. And how did they decide? Well, not based on the Bible, because, well, the apostles had the Bible at the time, the Old Testament. If you follow just the Bible, what does the Old Testament say? You want to be part of God's chosen people? All the adult males need to be circumcised. To some extent, the apostles, therefore, set aside the Bible and say, yeah, this is the word of God, but the situation is different now. And notice they know that they have the authority to make such a change. They know they have the authority to make a decision. Why? Because Jesus said to Peter, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. What you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. What you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Peter, you have the authority that comes from Jesus to act in the name of the whole church to decide these matters. And notice Peter does it in conjunction with the other apostles and with James, the bishop. And they come to the conclusion that we just take for granted today. You don't have to be Jewish. You don't have to be circumcised to be Christian. 
Notice that this all happened before the Bible, before the New Testament. So it can't be that Jesus intended that the answer to all life's questions, the answer to how to be a good Christian, the answer to follow Jesus is the Bible. Bible's good, but realize, where did the Bible come from? The same authority that decided this question at the Council of Jerusalem later wrote down some of their teachings. Paul wrote down letters. James wrote letters. Peter wrote letters. They, they all wrote. And some of it got put in the Bible that we know today is the New Testament. But before there was the Bible, there was the church. And that same authority exists today. That authority gave us the Bible, which we call the New Testament today. And that same authority, well, you just can't interpret the New Testament without it. Created it. Before there was the Bible, there was the church. And that same church exists today. So what's your little book of instructions of happiness for life? No, it's not a book. It's uh, not even really a thing. It's, it's the church. Praise God that he left us not just a book, but his active, living, breathing authority given to us in the church from the first pope, the first bishops, right down to today. You want to be a good Christian? Get in touch with the church, the authority that Jesus gave us even before the Bible. And God bless you.